So we're up to Perek Dalid, which speaks about human responsibility. We sort of set up the world as it's set up till now, meaning why Hashem created the world, why Hashem created the Elam Hazar, Elam Abba, that we now go into it, that means you have a in this world. In this world, man's condition depends on two things. There is, on the one hand, its own makeup, the elements of being their structure. Secondly, this environment is associated with it. And we're kind of going both things. One person off, I think of which we explained, I'm clear. Secondly, there is the world and the side of the world that Devin Hashem set up, man, in the As discussed earlier, man consists of two opposites, a body and a soul. It is obvious, however, that the physical is dominant in man and its influence is very strong. So, Rambam already said that the, the guf is stronger than the nisham in this world. We are drawn more to physicality than we are drawn to spirituality. How do you know that? How do you know that you're drawn toward more physicality than spirituality? Because we're, when we don't, we we're hungry, right? We like, oh, we gotta get our food, right? We need sleep, right? But when we want to get close to Bereshit, um, uh, has to be, I don't know. Sometimes it works, you know. We have to be perfect mood. It has to be. It takes a lot to get there. There's not a there's not a drive. That's a drive that has to be developed. It can be developed, and as Ramchal will go forward to explain. But that's a drive that's developed. But a the physical desire, the guf, the kaya guf, is dominant because it doesn't have to develop. It's there right away. And that's why you have certain, like you have stories of tzaddikim, and say even about the chazanish, meaning he didn't live that long ago, that if you'd asked him if he had eaten his last meal, he would not have been able to tell you if he had eaten. He didn't know if he was before or after meals. That makes sense, Yishmo? Mm-hmm. Because it was unimportant to him. It was what drove him. He had developed himself to, so much that what drove him was not his physical desire, but his spiritual desire. It was more important. And over, override, over uh, physical desire became important. And so we are starting off physical desires, but if so, can get to Madrega, where his physical desires are much less important and his spiritual desires are actually what drives him. When an individual is born, he's almost completely physical. Mind and own very small. As true as mind is getting and been built there. And the mind and the child are in the child's body. They're attached. Child is but tell you when three years old or four or five, tell him don't eat candy, right? Tell him because you can get, I don't know, a stomach ache or you're going to get, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever else you try to tell him to take the candy. <laughs> but either way, I'm eating something. An adult has trouble. I shouldn't do something now because later on I shouldn't eat, ch- I shouldn't eat three bowls of chon because I'm going to get a stomach ache. Even an adult has a problem with that, right? So, But that's because of habits. But even a child who hasn't developed a habit yet, he doesn't understand, doesn't have logic. He's just driven by physical needs. And as we explained before also, he's totally selfish, doesn't understand anybody else's needs either. Even after an individual matures, however, the physical does not automatically relinquish its influence and stop inclining the individual towards its way. The only means by which one can overcome the physical is by growing in wisdom, becoming versed in it and living by it. By fortifying oneself to follow his intellect, one can overcome his physical nature and keep the physical desire within him firmly bridled. As Imchal will explain more later on, the way to overcome the physical desires is to strengthen the spiritual or intellectual desires. pole from those seeking to approach God and cling to His holiness. So Gashmis is the opposite of Ruchnius. Remember that. Gashmis is the opposite of Ruchnius. What does Gashmis mean? 
spiritual side stronger is not by negating the physical side, but using the physical side as a tool to overcome the chaymris of the physicality. Again, as we'll explain further, but it's, we're not trying, we're not negating the physicality in totality. But when we say gashmis, there is an idea of physical in general, anything physical, but also more deeply, a when I do things for my own will and not for the will of Hashem. Shenken ruchnis means I do it for the will of Hashem. Right? There's an idea that everything, everything that we think is real is really fake. Everything that we think is fake is really real. Everything that we see in front of our eyes, the physical world, a certain way fake and has no purpose besides what we can't see, the spiritual world. And what we can't see is really what the reality of the world. And Hashem set it up with that difficult setup of, again, that what we see, what seems to be real, is really what's driving us away from reality. And what we don't see, what doesn't seem to be real, is by the true reality, which is the spiritual and the intellect. So when the Ramchal says, at a deeper level, all that is material is inherently dark and coarse, what he means by that is, is that, as he explained a few times, the, the guf, meaning the animal guf inside us, meaning anything that draws us to physicality, as a cow does, is, as a cow is drawn to physicality, that is inherently dark and coarse. The Rambam, who again doesn't have these somewhat, these kabbal, has the same idea, but not in a kabbalistic way, it stresses the idea many times that physicality is a stira to, spirit, to spirituality and intellectual, intellectualism even on a non-spiritual plane. Meaning even on a philosophical plane, meaning if you want to, you want to grow in understanding philosophy, even non-religious philosophy per se, the more you're driven by your guf, the less you'll have the ability to understand anything intellectual. Because all things intellectual are, are meaning you either bring out and strengthen the intellectual part of your body, or you bring out and strengthen the physical part of your body. And it's related to intellectualism as a whole, right? We say, Reish is Hashem. The beginning of Chachma is fear of Hashem. What is that? What does fear of Hashem have to do with Chachma? So, one of the ways to understand that is that when someone does not have Yeris Hashem, everything he understands in this world is basically wrong. Because Yeres Hashem is the basis for understanding everything in the world. Because everything in the world is meant to bring us to Yeres Shemayim. So if you don't understand Yeres Shemayim, you don't believe in Yeres Shemayim, you really understand everything in the world. So if you're not the physicality of the world, you are, you're flexing and strengthening your physical muscles and decreasing your, your spiritual and intellectual muscles. Even though the soul is intrinsically pure and lofty, as it's so act freely. God, def- God decreed that the combination of body and soul must ultimately be a permanent one. As we explained previously, and at some level, that will be both 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 Imam and even the will be must coexist forever. The soul must therefore be able to be able to work, strengthen itself, gradually weaken the occluding power of the physical and thus bring enlightenment to the body. The body then becomes able to elevate itself together with the soul so that they, they can both experience the highest light. This exact opposite of man's present condition when the soul is dimmed and depressed because of the body. 
as long as man is in this world, however, is in a state where the physical nature is very strong. Since the physical is opaque and unlightened, man exists in a state of great darkness, far from his rightful state of closeness to Hashem. Man must therefore make every effort to make his soul overcome the physical and thereby improve his condition and elevate himself to his rightful state. Which he can explain in shortly how it's possible to do. So Dramchal is explaining an idea that he sort of said before, that even though the soul, the neshama, is wants and is driven towards the it cannot affect the body in this world because of the limits that Hashem placed on the neshama and the rights that Hashem gave to the guf in this world. But that's the will of the neshama to purify the body, which it will eventually do in the next world. So the, the, the Ramchal explained how the person, his setup in this world, his matzav, and his actions all drive him towards physicality. That's the setup of man in this world, driven in almost all ways towards physicality, and therefore it takes an immense amount of effort to overcome that. And that's the work in this world, to overcome the physical part of a person. Now Ramchal started that there is a, there's, there's two parts to the setup of a person, his, the element of his being, and then Ramchal is the environment, the and other essentially body function and functions, and he must also earn a livelihood to obtain these necessities. Because of his body, environment, and activities, man is therefore constantly involved with the physical and immersed in his darkness. Accordingly, both great effort and powerful struggle are required if it is to elevate himself to a more enlightened state. So, not only is man born physical, he is mukhrach. He, he has to be involved constantly in the physical world with eating, sleeping, and making a parnasa in order to have money to live. So it seems almost impossible. So how do we pull this off? How do we get away from the physicality? God's design, however, is very deep. Meaning, and therefore, now we'll explain how it is possible to overcome the physicality of a person. And he arranged things that even though man must be immersed in the physical, he's able to rise to perfection through his worldly activities and the physical world itself. It's precisely, precisely through that these that he attains a pure and lofty state. It's therefore his very lowliness that elevates him. For when he transforms darkness into light and deathly shadows into sparkling brilliance, he personally earns it for himself unparalleled excellence and glory. Because the Rebbeinah set up that through the physical world, the Rebbeinah a person has the ability to overcome his guf. And therefore, he gets much more schus because of it, because he has turned Ra into Taif. So this is the, 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 the setup. This is a, some Farshim said, this is what the, the Malachim didn't understand when they said, why is the Rebbeinah Shemesh the Torah? They didn't understand how through the physical, physical parts of the world, a person is able to, through those parts specifically, a person is able to earn perfection. This is a result of the fact that God arranged and circumscribed the ways in which man should make use of the world and its creatures according to their intended purpose. When man abides by the limits, through them, man can incorporate himself perfection and excellence to raise himself high above his previous holy state. The highest reason took all this into account and all the categories of man's natural faults as well as all the concepts of true excellence and value required by man to come close to Hashem, to be dubbed by Hashem. And enjoy the good. Taking everything into account, he set a pattern. 
If an after the decree that man must die, these deeds will allow the soul to strengthen itself and dispel the body's darkness such an extent that the soul will be able to completely enlighten and purify the body, body until the soul and body together be elevated to nearness to Hashem. Even in this, this world, theoretically, through Tayyar Mitzvahs, the, a, a person, the Shama, can overcome the guf and be Makadishit to become Davuk Hashem. But because of the decree, however, this cannot be done in a single stage, the soul still strengthens itself through these observances. The body and the body is potentially enlightened, even though its enlightenment cannot be immediately realized. When man therefore earns, what man therefore earns during its, potential, during its current non-ideal state of being is a potential state of perfection. At the proper time, this potential is realized. So when a person does in this world, Mikadish himself that in, that in the next world, after the Chaymris of Dugov is completely eradicated in, before, in through Eilam and Hashamas, through the time that the Guf spends in this world being, being deconstructed and reconstructed, that eventually, then eventually the, the Kedusha that the Nishama was able to achieve um, is able, it comes out in the next world. These patterns and restraints are God's commandments. They include both positive and negative commandments. The purpose of each command is either to allow man to earn and incorporate himself a particular level of true excellence or to remove an ear of deficiency and darkness. This is accomplished through doing what the commandments require and avoid what they forbid. The nature and detail of each individual, each individual commandment, however, are based on all the aspects of man's true nature and character, so as all that of the necessary perfection. Each thing then has its condition and limits as required to man's attaining this perfection. The highest wisdom knows this, as well as the true nature and perfection of everything exists. God therefore took everything in account, including everything necessary in the commands of the Torah, as written, Hashem, Hashem, So everything in the Torah is made for one purpose, which is to give us the opportunities for our neshama, our seichel, to overcome our chaymris of the guf. Man serves God by observing all his commandments, and the root purpose of the service is to make man always conscious of Hashem, and to turn him in God's direction. Meaning, the, perp- the, f- the guiding principle is that man must realize that God created him only so that he could have the opportunity to draw himself closer to his creator, but that's close and becomes possible only if man can overcome his evil urge, consciously decided to uh, subjugate himself to his creator and fulfill God's commands. Man must reverse his inclination towards the physical, conquering his mundane tendencies, but he will be able to do so only if he manages all of his fears, only for the sake of attaining his goal, having no desire for, everything, for anything else. So there's a lot in this last piece of the Ramchal. But one idea is that Ramchal is saying that there's two points of every mitzvah. Is a, is, is the idea is well known throughout, throughout, throughout Chazal. That the, every mitzvah and every other has two points. One is to the tzivoy and the tam. One is that the just recognizing that Hashem, that as I said, the root purpose of this service is to make man always conscious of God and to turn him in God's direction. Every time you do something, you recognize I do because the Bernie Shalom is, in, is my master and he created me to serve him. That is the root service of all the basic idea of every, all of all, all Then there's a, a, a more deeper idea of that every mitzvah has how, as the Mikhail said, is able to achieve perfection in you and turn away the chaymris of you. I Meaning there's a, the reasoning behind the mitzvah and how the mitzvah affects and turns away Ra. So there's two basic parts to every mitzvah. The tzivoy, to recognize, to bring Hashem close, to conscious of Hashem, and then to achieve the toiv and to push away the Ra that the that, that mitzvahs that mitzvahs always include. The idea is, and so, and the, and the goal is to manage all affairs only for the sake of attaining his goal, having no desire for anything else. That's the idea of a tzaddik. That's kol ma'asechel l'shem shamayim. That's the goal we try to reach. 
chassid is higher, but a tzaddik is kama sechel v'shem shemayim, which is that everything, my desire, a person should has to try to develop himself, that his retainius and his yaitzer is driven to do the ratzen Hashem and not to other things. Everything men do, the five commandments has already been discussed. Namely, that man should obey God's orders and fulfill his will. In doing so, it conforms to Hashem's will in two interrelated ways. First of all, he obeys Hashem's will in doing what he's commanded to do. Secondly, that's the tzivoy. Secondly, he also perfects himself to, this, to, the, to that degree, certain degree associated with that particular commandment. In doing so, he's conforming to Hashem's will, all the more since Hashem desires that man be perfected and attained the enjoyment of his good. Man, use of this world for his own needs, however, should also be circumscribed by the limits imposed by Hashem's will and not include anything forbidden by Hashem, even things that are not tzivoy, but they're, they're sort of rishos, eating and drinking, that are not, it not in, that are not in a gale, let's say, Isra Beheter. It should be motivated by the need to best maintain his health and preserve his life. And not merely to satisfy his physical urge and superfluous desires. One's motivation maintaining his body should furthermore be so that the soul should be able to use it to serve its creator without being harp, ham, hampered by, God's, by, body, by the body's weakness and incapability. <coughs> when man makes use of the world in this manner, this itself becomes an act of perfection. And through it, one can attain the same virtue as in keeping the other commandments. Indeed, one of the commands require that we keep our bodies fit so we can serve Hashem and that we derive our needs from our environment to achieve this goal. In this manner, we elevate ourselves through, through such activities. The world itself becomes elevated since then it's also helping man to serve Hashem. So, over here the Ramchal says the idea that even when we're not doing Torah and Mitzvah, Torah and Mitzvah specifically, but we engage in our regular mundane activities of physicality like eating, sleeping, working, those also become a mitzvah if we direct them through to do Hashem's will. When we eat, again, it's, it's, it's very hard to, we, we, it takes a lot of effort to do it. But every time we eat, we should think that we're eating to serve Hashem. And then that's, as Ramachal said in the beginning, then that we take, then we're able to use the physical part of this world that it itself should drive us close to Hashem. When we go to sleep at night, you say, I'm going to sleep in order to be able to serve Hashem the next morning. When you go to work, you say, I'm working now in order to help myself serve Hashem throughout the day and earn a living. Whenever, whatever a person does, it refers even in a stronger way, in a certain way, to the physical part of a person. Meaning it's easier to do mitzvahs than to do shemayim. So a person should try. They have, like I went to someone's house, they had like a thing on the table, like a sign, or all I eating should be shemayim. But will I change everything by the way you start seeing so honesty plays on everything. You have to know it, it, it's almost everything we do again. We, we are we're putting this part of the problem with readers that are thinking, hey, so I people buy what well, she just said, oh, right? and we wish it. And 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 as I think we were talking about before, the idea is that Hashem did not give us, most of us, Hashem really didn't give us, give us the opportunity to get that far since we were born so much to the Kali. So honestly, that yes, I'm so many, well, I mean, when I say, I don't know how to try to say, I can't remember, but I can't remember, but I'm doing for a little fall. But I do anything, it's not true. I don't know how to do a good job as I never make such fancy food, I really do, you make such fancy food during the week, right? So in a certain way, it is a good job as Kaidish, it's a good job of course. When you eat, when you eat by breakfast, if you have a mind that you're doing it in order to serve Hashem, that inherently becomes partly that why you're eating. Is it also because you like food? Yeah. If you only care about words, Hashem, you pass the mouth, right? But that's not, it, that, those things cannot, those things, 
the way as the most of the way to overcome physicality is by strengthening the spirituality more than cutting down a physicality. I have physicality that's totally superfluous or us or that has to be cut out. But the way to overcome is physicality in the long run is by strengthening our ruchnius. Become more davik to Torah mitzvahs and memela physicality becomes less important. Right? It's not, it, it's, it, 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 not that there has to be some work on that end as well, but the work really changes. You become a different person by, by, by becoming and developing your drive to Ruchnius, and Mela, those other things become less important, right? Just like, I don't know, like, imagine by, by Yom Kippur and Eilab, someone says, uh, you know, I heard of this great restaurant, you know that that's more important than you, that you're at a state that you're not interested because you're Davik Bashem, you're dealing with Ruchnius, and of course that's what you like more, but nevertheless, as General Khal explained, is that the growth of the mass in the universe, which means that the whole thing But I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying, 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 I'm